Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to TC Live on a Wednesday night into Thursday morning in Canada. The women wrapping up in Montreal, the men in Toronto. Some big second round matches as the top seeds take the court for the first time. Here's what we have in store for you over the next half hour. After four months of dominating on dirt and grass, Wimbledon champ Carlos Alcaraz returns to the hard courts in Toronto to face fellow 20-year-old Ben Shelton. Plus, the top two U.S. women take the court for the first time and get big wins. But see how the Jen Brady comeback hit a speed bump in Montreal. And what a day for Gael Monfils to find gravity and logic by taking out Stefano Tsitsipas with a rare double hot shot to boot. With that, come on in. It's our studios here in Santa Monica, California. TC Live late night, early morning. Steve Weissman. Next to Andrea Petkovic, we've got Andy Roddick over on the big screen. It is past 1 a.m. in Montreal, our latest night. It is past 1 a.m. at Andy Roddick's home. Uh, Roddick, <laughs> what, what do you make of that? I mean, the fact that Petra Kvitova, serving 5-4, 30-love, loses that set and then comes back with a bagel in the third? Our sport. It's wild. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't take sides, Steve. I'm definitely not cheering for someone to finish earlier instead of adding an hour to my night. Thank you. <laughs> that was wild. That was wild. I've been in the booth for six hours. I'm not sure I can form any sentence straight anymore, <laughs> neither in German nor in English. So forgive me for everything that is about to happen in the next 20 to 30 minutes. Well, we have a lot to get to. I'll, I'll try to help you out, take you through this. We start in Toronto. First meeting between the young stars, Carlos Alcaraz, Ben Shelton. Great test for the young American against the world number one, Andy. Yeah, listen, Ben Shelton has something to deal with, right? you got to get on his serve. You're not going to get a, a ton of looks. We knew when they got neutral that Alcaraz was going to be ahead, as he is against most of the tour. Uh, but just plugging away, didn't look like he had missed a beat in the first set anyways. Struggled a little bit more with his pacing in the second set. Wasn't the smiley, jovial Carlos for a couple of things, but listen... All he does is win, Steve. This guy can hustle. He can beat you in so many different ways. And Ben Shelton goes, what? What? That was out? Oh, well. But Alcaraz just constantly asking the question. Forces The top players force you to play kind of above your risk profile that you want to. Carlos a little chippy in the second set. But what he does, one again. 13th straight match win dating back to Queens Club. A lot of star power on the court with this one. Galmolfi, Stefano Tsitsipas, Frenchman, going for his first top 10 win of the year. Tsitsipas coming off his 10th career title, Andy. Yeah, Gail's been playing great. And look at this one. We said he had to open up his shoulders a little bit more in this match and maybe up his wrist profile, come in a little bit more, go for a little bit more uh, on second serves also. And then he gets one here. Look at the slideshow begins and then Tsitsipas comes in, is able to punch it away, fought the entire direction. But Mumphis was in control of this one. 
from start to finish, from the word go, as complete a match as I've seen Gail Mumphies play in two or three years. You know, when you're chipping forehands to a wide open court and hitting winners by 30 yards, it's a good day for you, Steve. He is looking great so far. He's moving as well as I've seen him move in the last half decade. Played a great match start to finish today. He followed your game plan from yesterday. 350th career hardcore win. Bunch of new shots to add to that highlight reel as well. Gal Malfis is 36 years old. Andy Murray's 36 years old. Novak Djokovic is 36 years old. We talk about the latter a little bit differently than we talk about those first two. But I asked you about it with Andy Murray yesterday. Same question for Malfis today. What are the realistic chances that he can go out and win another big title? Well, for him, it's been injuries, right? It's been his body. Can he keep up? I think I agree with Andy. He looked the best I've seen him play in a long, long time. And he's had incredible wins. But today, he just looked solid, aggressive from first point to last. He had that bit more punch on it. He had that uh, just more aggressively minded um, uh, playing style. And I think that suits him well because... We see it with Andy Murray. Of course, he can win matches like this, but I think in order to stay alive at that age, you need to just pack a bit more of a punch. Yeah, listen, Gail Monfils, from the minute he turned pro and was on tour, it's his level of engagement, right? Is, is he going to stay there and do the hard yards point by point, not kind of ebb and flow with his focus uh, throughout a match? And you know, like I said during the highlight, from first point to the last point, you didn't feel like he was going to drop off and give away two or three points or randomly lose a service game. Uh, it was just great. And then, listen, he made a conscious uh, decision to open up the shoulders, especially going forehand to forehand today, to then open up access to the back inside against Steph. Had a great game plan, went out, was workmanlike. Obviously, he has the flair and he can't help himself but to go for the highlight shots. But a, a real great effort start to finish. All right, more Malfis coming up in our Hot Shots later in the show. But first, we go from a 36-year-old to a teenager. That would be Coco Golf. Just won her biggest title this past Sunday in D.C. Also, her first title on American soil. And with her new coaching team, Golf defeated Maria Sacri in the final. Looks to keep the good vibes going in Montreal. It's her new coach, Brad Gilbert's birthday. She shared a photo of the entire team at dinner. Would they also be celebrating a win over Katie Bolter, Andrea? Well, and interestingly enough, the last time these two played, Katie Bolter came away with the win, but Coco Goff looks, looks much improved, not only here in Montreal, but also last week in Washington, D.C. The forehand just has more punch on it. She plays it more aggressively. She has worked on her return position. The athleticism and quickness is still there, so there is nothing to be worried about. 6-2 runs away with it in the first set. And I just love how she stays nice and low now with the forehand. We knew she can do the passing shots. We knew she can do the spider moves like Novak does. And this one is a beauty and she's played so well and she took the form of Washington DC with her to Montreal. She had it in her suitcase. Don't know if she paid extra for it, but it is here. I think she's got status on some airline. Doing well, Coco Golf gets Marquetta Vondrosova next. I felt, for the most part, pretty good. Um, I think, you know, the first match, like, coming from a tournament, like, I think two, three days ago, uh, it was, you know, a little bit tough. Some things worked and some things didn't, but overall, I think I played well today.
Maybe even got that, that Mark Ein private jet from, from D.C. all the way to Canada. Who knows? How about Coco's doubles partner, Jesse Pagula? Top seed's already got a dubs win yesterday. Pagula taking on lucky loser Yulia Putinseva in singles today. And that is a really tough draw. Yulia Putinseva is always very, very difficult and very dangerous to play. She has a lot of craft. Can, and this little um, service out wide, that's, she's famous for that, but Jess had it covered. She knew where, where to stand and everything was going well for her. Had a tough loss against Zachary in Washington, D.C., but you couldn't see it. Maybe she was on the same private jet and the racket flies and Jess flies into the next round. She served really well, stays perfect against Putin Seva. She will try to get to 5-0 against Jasmine Paulini next. Meantime, American Jen Brady having to finish her match against Elena Rabakina from yesterday. This is Tuesday night before the rain came. Brady was leading 4-2 in the first set tiebreak when the match was suspended. So Brady and Rabakina would get to sleep on it. Never an easy thing. And it would have to be a sprint to the finish of the first set. Obviously, good news for Brady because she is just three points away. They resume play today, Andrea. Brady was ready to go. She was ready to go. She came out firing and won that first set tiebreaker. And it's just no matter what happens, really, if she had won or lost that match, it's incredible that she can already hang on that level with a top five player. But Rybakina really showed all those matches she has already under her belt this season, just was more experienced, even though she is the younger player here, and won that second set. And then in the third set, just really found her rhythm, found what she wanted to play. And Jenny Brady, of course, after two years, of absence with injuries in and out. She was just a bit slower, a bit fatigued in the end, and Rybakina gets the win. 12 aces for her, 44 winners to Brady's 19. She'll get Sloane Stevens next. Uh, but Andy, what do you make of Jen Brady, and what's your biggest takeaway from what you saw out there pushing Elena Rybakina, one of the new big three, to three sets? Yeah, listen, if you're in the Jen Brady camp and you say a month ago that you're going to come straight back and not play a bunch of smaller tournaments first, right? Maybe play a little bit and then get into some, some big events and win matches and compete with the best players in the world and have a chance to win against a player like Rabakina, you would take that in a heartbeat, right? She has to feel great about where she is after two years of injuries to come back and to be match tough this quickly. I think this is a 10 out of 10 return for Jen Brady as far as the pacing and the way she's competing and playing. You know, you always run that risk of confidence going south very quickly when you don't have that reserve of matches. So she has to feel great about where she's at. Totally agree with that. We've got Chanda's FanDuel pick of the day still to come. We've got many more highlights still to come and more Americans in action as well, including what could be highlights of the upset of the night? Quadzilla doing damage in the six. It's TC Live After Dark. Don't go anywhere. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. 
Andy, Andy, and Steve back on TC Live next week. Tennis Channel bringing you live coverage from the Western and Southern Open in Cincinnati. Caroline Garcia, your defending women's champ. Borna Chorich, the returning men's winner. Don't miss the combined 1,000-level event featuring those players and all the stars beginning Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern, part of the Summer in the Cities. Well, yesterday we were singing the praises of three-time champ Andy Murray. Roddick, you can continue the chorus. You don't want to hear me sing, Steve, but I'll still tell you about Murray and problem solving if you'd like to hear about it. But look at the, he's moving before he hits all. Look at the way he anticipates this ball, puts himself in the right position. Isn't as fast as he used to be, but that anticipation doesn't recess, Steve. And look at the way he goes after these four ends. This is the tell with Andy Murray, and if he's feeling good about his game, the ability to step inside of the court, open up the shoulders, and actually put some stick on that forehand. When he's doing that, he is a tough customer, and he is still pumped. You, you may not want to say, remember Murray, you can Google him rapping from back in the day. Now it's 36 in the Ooh. live rankings. Uh, looking at Chanda's FanDuel results from yesterday. Another dub for Miss Rubin. Lorenzo Musetti taking out Tanasi Kokonakis in three sets. She's now above 12 Chanda Bucks. We love to see that. 38 and 18. What a record. Uh, now looking for three in a row is Chanda Rubin. Putting her money on Mackie McDonald over Milos Raonic. 1-1 head-to-head. Both matches came five years ago. Petko, what are your thoughts? Wow. Um, I mean, I learned my hard lesson not to go against <laughs> right. Chanda, but I will go against Chanda again. <laughs> I know I will take the loss, but I will take it as a champ. And if I learned one thing during my tennis career is to take losses like a champ, and I'm going with Milos Raonic on that one. All right. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Speaking of the former UCLA national champ, how did Mackie... Make it to the Sweet 16. Highlights from a supersized win for McDonald when we come back. Pekovic, Roddick Weissman back on TC Live. And we are back in Montreal after getting her first win in three and a half years. Caroline Wozniacki facing a tougher test against reigning Wimbledon champ Marketa Vondrosova, Andrea. She did face a tougher test today, and it was really, in the beginning, it was a tight match. It was tightly contested, but then the reigning Wimbledon champ kind of ran away with it. She really went on a run there at the middle of the first set and into the second set. Ran away with it, was up 6-2 and 3-0, but the fighting spirit that used to define Caroline Wozniacki has not left her body. She found it in her to battle back from two, not one, but two breaks. Came back, was up 4-3, but then in the end, Vondrashova just found a bit more aggressiveness in her game. She got a bit too passive in the second set, but found it in the end. And Caroline Wozniacki, still a great comeback. She is on to Cincinnati. Vondrosova will play Coco Golf next. How about American Danielle Collins? Couple of tough three-setters and qualies. But since making the main draw, the Danimal has been unleashed. How about this, going for a top 10 win against Maria Sankari? Now look at that backhand. That backhand down the line is probably the fastest shot hit on the WTA Tour, probably even on the ATP Tour because that backhand down the line is insane. And she was up 5-1 in that first set, so a little wobble, but not to worry because she still got it, 6-4. And I love the double fist bump. You got to go with it. Love the Danimal. And then in the second set, she just hits those backhand down the lines. I don't know what she's apologizing for. I'm so sorry. I'm too good at my sport. I'm so sorry. And the serving woos continue for Maria Sakkari. 
she also continues to go on to Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati, like Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh, Danielle <laughs> Collins, seven breaks to serve in that match. She gets Layla Fernandez next. To Toronto we go. A couple more American men doing work. Mackie McDonald going for his fourth top ten win. Taking on Andre Rublev, Andy. Yeah, really interested spectator in this one today. A guy named Mark Morrison, Weissman, was very interested in the return of the Mac. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, he doesn't sing, but he tells jokes. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Rublev, I'll tell you, Steve, he was not happy today. Little chippy, missing balls that he normally doesn't miss. Uh, Mackie just stayed in there, was just hustling, making him play one more ball all day, and Rublev just wanted to get rid of a bunch of rackets, but sticking returns there. Big, big win for Mackie McDonough. Well earned. 21 winners, just five unforced errors. He gets Milos Raonic next. Yeah. Mackie said that Taylor Fritz gave him some tips to beat Rublev. Speaking of Fritz, told Prakash he hasn't been getting a lot of sleep, had travel issues getting to Toronto. He's already played the most matches on tour this year, Andy. Would he have the energy to get past Ugo and Bear? Yeah, he doesn't take a lot of weeks off, but I'll tell you what he does do. When he has two feet under him, he pumps forehand, Steve. That is locked in. When he has two feet set, absolutely unleashes. You know Umbert was going to stay in there. Tricky lefty, likes to go after the ball a little bit. You know, this is where we see if Fritz actually has the energy to get through. But again, if he gets his feet under him, hits it as well as anyone right there again, absolutely unleashes the forehand when he has time and he had some time in this third set tough to win out like you said maybe not feeling great sometimes when you overcome something when you're not feeling perfect a little bit of magic happens Fritz gets that chance 28 and 7 on hard courts this year he gets Alex Demonor next some other results for the stars and stripes Tommy Paul getting the win Corda and Parks a couple of losses. Well, normally at this time, we enter the social net, but one American we have not mentioned yet got the biggest win of his career. So Marcos Giron deserves his own highlight. We got you covered, brother, straight to it. The former UCLA star taking on five seed Holger Runa. Giron, Andy, came in one in 15 against top 10 players in his career. Yeah, this one right here was a little slippery. There's Steve, a little Yankee Magoo to get the break there. And but Marcus Jerome was moving great all day long. Rune was a little bit like a heart rate monitor today. Always has the flash there. Unbelievable talent, always on full display. It was just a little bit up and down for every point that he had that was like that. And the drum, and he actually hit this one flush. It wasn't one of those ones where it kind of a shank off the top and worked out. <clears throat> that was extremely intentional. Uh, Runa, but just missing balls. You'll see here on match point after Jerome kind of choked a little bit, serving it out, doubled, missed a couple of first balls. Runa puts a puts a drop shot halfway up the net, doesn't make him play. But credit to Marcos Jerome, stayed in there, running a bunch of balls down, a well earned win. Nice job. Breaks a 13-match losing streak against top 10 players, beats the number six player in the world. What was more impressive to you, Andrea? Was it the win for Marcos Giron, or was it that Canadian caribou that he drew on the camera lens after? Because that was pretty, pretty good stuff. It was very good. At first, we were kind of like, what is he drawing? He shouldn't draw. Why is he doing this? And then they showed it. When they flipped it around, they showed it. We were like, well, oh, Jackson Pollock, welcome to the show. So uh, that was really fun, and I was so impressed by his calm and demeanor and he oh there we have it 
A little Jackson Pollock in the making. <laughs> he was. He said he was. In, it was inspired by Kasparud drawing the maple leaf the other day. I mean. Folks are taking taking their artistic talents to another level. Yeah, they are. If, if they could just speed it up, then we wouldn't have to do TC Live at 1 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Stop drawing on the camera. Just move on to the next match. But that, that's some good stuff from, from Marcos there. Did not know. Perhaps a art theory and practice minor at, at UCLA? I don't know. I mean, this is really good. I have to say, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, Andy, your sorry, it was a little... Yeah, I mean, it was a little, little, little bit like Bullwinkle, right? Like maybe he was a fan when he was younger. I, I think that's what he was going for. But I, I'm with Petco. It's like, listen, we we respect your drawing. You're very talented, Lebel. Let's 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 get moving on with it. <laughs> well, we got you your own highlight, Marcos, just for your biggest win and your talents with a with a sharpie as well. Here's Thursday's schedule live on Tennis Channel. Starts 11 a.m. Eastern. Valleys and T2 once again 1 p.m. Eastern. Guess what, Andrea? I don't know if you saw the announced schedule. You're back on the show tomorrow. What? Four days in a row with the Andes and Steve. Gotta love it. We got Gail Malfeast in our hot shot next. It's time, the hot shot of the day, and it is Gail Malfeast. More magic from La Malf, Andy. This is at 15.30 up a break, Steve. Are you kidding me with this? Like, how about that decision-making? I was going to do that one time, but it turns out I'm not that athletic. Getting some height, that is just insane, but not the best for any hit today. We said he needed to open up the shoulders. 117 MPH on this one. Absolutely fix it to the corner. That had some heat on it. That was scorching. Uh, I, I saw cool. Isner hit one 117 once, but that, I mean, that's up there for the, the fastest of all time. Look like at our lineup. Serve. You mean the serve. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, Iga Sviantek, who won today, takes on Karolina Muhova. That's a rematch of the Roland Garros final. Big time stuff. Carlos Alcaraz gets Hubie Hercotch for a look at all the matches. We send it back to Danny and Prakash doing their thing in Toronto. All right, Steve, it's the seventh edition here, P. Um, Alex Dimonor and Taylor Fritz. They've split their previous head-to-heads. Both are playing fantastic tennis right now, so who do you give the edge to? Well, three apiece each, but Taylor has won the last three. They've all been dogfights, though, all the way through. I, I will lean on something that Alex Dimonor said to me when, when we chatted earlier today after his match. I, I said, listen, man, I love watching you compete out there. He's like, yeah, that's that's, that's about all that I had yeah, today and, and yesterday. He's He's been dealing with time change, playing from different time zones and, and playing night matches so it's a big bounce back for him still hasn't found his best tennis says he needs to get really aggressive against Taylor I think the Americans gonna come through it's gonna be an exciting Thursday of action here north of the border time now for our FanDuel match preview there it is Taylor Fritz the favorite over Alex Menor to win this match three and three head-to-head -head, but Taylor Fritz has won the last three Right now, customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to start making every moment more. All right, Fritz, Demonor, how do you see this one going, Andrea? Ah, I agree. I think Taylor Fritz will, will take this. I just wonder how he is physically. I think he's entered a lot of tournaments. I hope he doesn't, ha doesn't hit the wall before the U.S. Open or at the U.S. Open. That would be really the worst thing that could happen. I do think game-wise, he should win this tomorrow. I think the one time where you can get him is when you rush him, when you play through him, and Deminor doesn't tend to do that with his forehand, especially it's loopy, it sits up, and that's when Taylor can go around and use his forehand and whip it, and so I do think I lean Taylor Fritz a bit. 
All right, Andy, what do you think? Yeah, I, listen, Demonor, him talking, it's going to be tough for him to get that first strike when Taylor hits the ball as heavy as he does. It's going to get through the court. He's not going to be able to get forward. I, I just think Taylor's going to get more looks on on the Demon's second serve than, than and vice versa. So I like Taylor Fritz, but this, this is close to a popcorn, right? Yeah, looking forward to this one and all the matches coming up later today. Uh, it's your bedtime, Roddick, so we're going to let you go to sleep. And then we'll see you later. We'll see you later today. He just disappeared. He was just like block. And there, and block. there, yeah. I think you just shut the computer down. Oh no, he's back. He's back. Hey, Smile. He's back. What's up? <laughs> it's now 3 a.m. and the show's still going. He just turned down the computer. We leave you with some images of the Quad Father. Congratulations, Marcos Garon. Biggest win of your life. Our coverage from Canada rolls on right after this.